Welcome to the Why Weight Elevate podcast, where we share key information to help you lose weight the right way and then transition to a lifestyle that helps you keep it off. Our hosts are experts in obesity medicine and have collectively treated thousands of patients for obesity and are here to help you on your own journey. All four of us are busy parents, so we totally understand what it's like to try and live healthy while also trying to stay on top of the busy demands in our life. Thanks for taking time in your busy day to join us. As some of our hosts have medical licenses, we have a legal disclaimer to share with you. Here it is. Please note that our podcast is not intended to, and shouldn't be considered, a substitute for professional medical advice from a doctor or other qualified healthcare professional. You should always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare professional with questions you may have regarding your medical condition. You should not rely on this podcast for medical diagnosis or treatment, and you should never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of our content. Hello, everybody. It's is Quincy. I'm here with Ron and Kelsey. Uh, another exercise topic for our podcast uh, episode today. Today, we're going to talk a little about the different types of exercise that exist out there, where you should focus aerobic versus anaerobic, and just some different thoughts and ideas about that. Dr. Rigby, we're going to start out with you, and I want you to kind of tell us a little bit about um, your thoughts on this, and maybe the idea even of activities, like I'm just doing activity versus actually exercising. Is there a difference there? Yeah, activity is basically coordination of movement type of thing. So be it slightly dancing, be it yard work, be it um, folding clothes, doing housework. So it's you're in motion, you're doing different things. Just walking is an activity. Okay. Uh, exercise is taking that to an extreme and it's more a particular aspect you're trying to do out for a particular intensity or duration or time and doing it intentionally for the health benefits. Okay. I think that those definitions really help frame the discussion that we're going to have right now so people can understand when you're talking exercise, that's what you mean. Yeah. The more intense type aspect. Okay. So first question for you then, um, what is the best type of exercise? My recommendation is do whatever you like to do and whatever your body will allow you to do. Okay. So if you're morbidly obese and walking up and walking around your house is all you can do, great, do it. But if you are in a better physical condition and you like to lift weights more the intense lifting great if you like the more running biking swimming or more the anaerobic and we'll talk about that a little bit more great do it now probably the best is a combination of both because there's benefits with both but start out with what you like to do or what you're willing to do and what doesn't hurt as bad okay I'm going to ask a question. Um, studies, does one show better, one's better for weight loss at the beginning? Let's say aerobic versus anaerobic yes. or types of exercises or? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Probably the one that probably has shown the best would be more anaerobic because you're helping build more muscle for, for a couple reasons. One, we always say muscle weighs more. It doesn't weigh more. It's more dense. So basically a pound of muscle is a pound of fat. A pound is a pound. Kind of like a pound of feathers is the same as a pound of lead. Again, a pound is a pound. Now, the amount that you need to make it up is totally different. And again, that's where the density of muscle takes up less space, which is beneficial. And it's also more metabolically active, meaning it's using energy more effectively and it's burning energy or calories, since I don't always use that term, but it's using that calories 
a lot more effectively having the more muscle versus the adipose or fatty tissue. Interesting. That's good to know. Yeah. So a more muscular person is going to be smaller, wear a smaller clothing size. At the exact same weight. Yes. yes. And the muscle will probably use up more of your fat stores as well. Well, it's going to use up more energy. Okay. And But again, that's where the difficult part comes in because people go, but I weigh at a certain level. If you're going to have weight, the question is, where is it? Is it the subcutaneous or is it the visceral? So it's a location of fat, but also the, the ratio of muscle versus fat. Okay. Okay. So we want to talk a little bit about the types. There's aerobic, anaerobic, and you even want to talk about high intensity. Also, you want to talk a little bit about quantity, quality, and the duration of these visits. Uh, do you want to go, like, maybe let's first talk about, sorry, let's first talk about aerobic. So aerobic is more of a cardio or basically you're using you're using oxygen in the aspect of the activity. And a lot of times you'll think of running, walking, biking, or showing my age, aerobics, or step aerobics, jazzercise, <laughs> Richard Simmons. Yes, I'm not that old, but I know who definitely is. But that idea is that's more of you think of the cardio or the aerobic <laughs> aspect because you're using oxygen in the muscle in that those that activity but using it all throughout your body but those it's more of the long endurance type versus the short sprint or burst activities so the steady state cardio so yeah those say cardio or, or aerobic type activities those kind of the two words that kind of correlate correlate with each other okay so what's anaerobic anaerobic is usually the burst or heavy lifting or sprint activity, the the activity inside the muscle isn't using as much oxygen. It's more of other fuel sources. And that's where you think of power lifting, the resistance band, band sprints, burst activities are more the anaerobic type of activity. Because you can't go for too long without oxygen. Yes. You need oxygen. So okay. just that burst activities. Okay. Examples of again heavy lifting in lifting in any sort. Um, uh, can, can you think of more of the the resistance or trying to uh, a complementation of um, isotonic or basically you haven't changed the muscle but you're trying to or the resistance or using weights or resistance bands or pushing against a stable object would be that or when you're doing activity kind of like sprints where 100 meter dash (laughs) or the shorter ones anything you get over 400 400 meters kind of if you're running is when they start pushing is it aerobic or is it anaerobic and there is that duration that now kind of puts you into a which one is it it depends and it depends on how your body responds but when you're starting out, probably doing anaerobic has shown to be more beneficial versus aerobic. But starting with always, always start with what you like to do. Okay. Talk to us about high intensity workouts or HIT um, training. Basically, it's kind of a combination of you're incorporating the two of them. So maybe you're walking to one room and you do squats or you're doing push-ups, or you're doing some heavy lifting for a minute or two to get your heart rate up. And then it calms back down a little bit. And it's basically, it's kind of the combination of looking at the intensity, the muscle, and the activity that goes along with it. 
but you're trying to push it almost like to a fatigue. So if somebody doesn't do a lot of activity, doing push-ups could be one or two and they're done. Now they get up and they go do something, move around for a little bit and then come back and do it again. So you're almost trying to push it to fatigue because you can do going back to anaerobic. You can do a few of these activities and it's intense, but you're not really, you're going to get the benefits when you're pushing towards that fatigue where you're almost pushing the muscle to break some of the muscle fibers down. So then you're doing the weightlifting and then go run for, or jumping jacks for so much time. Then you go back to weightlifting and then you do jumping jacks again. Exactly. So you go back and forth between aerobic and anaerobic. And So when, uh, I'm going to give a, another quick, easier example is walking and running. So you can like walk for 30 seconds and then sprint. Yes. Or, or walk or sprint or maybe we'd say run or walk and then maybe start and do squats squats or push-ups or pull-ups you'll see some of these um agility um gyms and or uh like a workout crossfit crossfit's really uses hit quite a bit and that's what the crossfit and all those cross look like gyms are trying to do is more that intensity you're doing an extreme type of lift or at least seems like extreme and then you're going to push some cardio either running or rowing um for a short x amount of time or x amount of duration and then you're gonna go back to the the lifting aspect and kind of going back and forth okay isn't the dance exercise that you've been doing recently kelsey oh the high fitness high fitness that kind of does a combination of that too doesn't it absolutely that's a great example and i spoke earlier i said high intensity training it's high intensity interval training training, i think circuit back and forth circuit circuit training tabatas am am i saying tabata right have you always over like 20 seconds of high intensity work and then 10 seconds rest yeah yes yeah there's lots of different things and part part of it is just figuring out they all have these guidelines of what really fits into it it's just kind of work what works best for you and giving going back to the um aerobic to what level or the the intensity that you're doing it because if you're pushing that too high you're actually getting into some anaerobic aspects and you don't want to push your heart rate too high for a long period of time having those intense levels where you're running up a hill or riding your bike up a hill so you're up out of the seat pushing it hard for a duration getting your heart rate up beneficial but you don't want to be at that level for the whole workout yeah it's one thing also you want to watch is kind of make sure you don't overexert yourself too much right like you kind of refer to that but even like um trying to do stuff that I used to be able to do when I was 20 years younger, right? <laughs> yes. And then later my knees hurt, my leg hurts just because I've overextended myself or I've hurt muscles more than I should. So it's important to kind of build up to things too. Yeah. I was going to keep talking about monitoring your heart rate. I think that's a good, um, that's orange theory, that gym orange theory. They mm-hmm. do heart rate based exercises. Yeah. Just because I have those different categories and orange is in a certain range. Yeah. There's the fat zone, heart rate zone, fat loss, heart rate zone. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And it's all based off your age as a key factor. It's basically you're 220 minus your age and kind of get you into a certain category or to a certain interval. So there's different ways of looking at it. Uh, we can delve, delve into all that stuff, but everybody's a little bit different. But again, all these different systems are trying to figure out 
what's the ideal range for you. But part of it is you have to do what you like to do. And if you like the Orange Theory, great, go do it. If you want more of the CrossFit or the intensity, you do that. If you'd rather go for a run. Now, again, probably the combination of where you're doing aerobic and anaerobic throughout throughout the week, not doesn't have to be always at the same time, has definitely shown to be beneficial. More friendly, yeah. But also, like we've said in a previous podcast as well, is also the discipline if it's the same time. You're more likely to do it if it's on your schedule. And also, I think just one final thing to say is in a previous podcast, um, Cheryl said the most important exercise is the one that you enjoy doing and that you're going to do. Yeah, because so, consistency, right? <laughs> yeah. Like If you only weight lift one day a week, you're not going to see those muscle gains and the strength increase. And, and that's where creating a habit out of this. Almost we're writing it down. It's like, okay... I'm going to do it at this time, at this particular time of the day for this duration makes it a lot easier. So you've already put it in your plan. You've already have reminders in your phone to figure out what we can do because you're going to do it more consistently, but you got to make it work around your life also. So just get moving, start yep. moving, make a plan and, and be consistent. And start with whatever you like to do. Okay. Thanks everybody. Thanks for joining us on the Why Wait Elevate podcast. We want to hear what you think about this episode and encourage you to continue the discussion in our Facebook group. The name of the group is Community of People Elevating Their Mind and Body to Lose Weight. Or you can search for our Facebook page, Why Wait Elevate, and our group is linked on that page. Also, if you found this episode to be helpful, can you share it with your friends that you think would appreciate listening to it? And if you found our podcast to be helpful, we would love it if you could leave us a review. It really helps others hear about this podcast and we really want to help as many people as we can. Thank you.